Welcome to the Coach's Lounge Podcast, dedicated to the experiences from the real coaches' offices around the country. These are the great stories we love to share and hear from the gridiron, court, and fields across America. Now, join coaches Kevin Flanagan and Matt Marshall as they open the lounge now. Now, I got to be honest with you because your captain personality, your captain charisma right here, I can't tell if you were joking about the old doctor thing or not. Is that a real thing? He never jokes. I he's clearly never, no, not, no, no, but I can't never, tell. He's he's never, he just no, gives nothing. me a look like he's yeah. joking or not. I can't tell. Is that, is it? Wharton Junior College, coaching for 30 30- well, years. I mean, I try not to put it past anybody to achieve a goal. You probably could. He could fight. You could walk in there. You've got the look. You look like you stayed at the Holiday Express last night. Listen, I've, I've, listen I delivered PPEs during COVID to all the Memorial Herman. I have all my face shit, shields yeah. and stuff. So. Face shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I can do it. I, but, but the answer is I work now. I got out of work for the Houston Texans team doctor, Walter Lowe. That's who I work for now. Okay. So I feel like. I get it through osmosis. Like what? I used to get my weight lifting That's in. That's all medical yes. school is. That's what I've heard. It's overpriced osmosis. It's so, a scam. Dr. Lowe Just Google it does that surgery on, on JJ Watt. I feel like I was right with you. You were part of that, and you should own that. Of course that. I was. Kudos to y'all's biology teacher. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Uh, kudos. Osmosis. That's right. Probably I, can't smell it, can we? I, but, 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 no, I don't even know what it means. I just followed. I just copied what he said. It just sounded fitting. It's a math term. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always failed algebra. It's so tough. <laughs> the whole angles and stuff with the whatever. It's so, so, so most of the old guys that I know throughout the state call me Dr. Gillis now because they know that, you know, if they need, most of the time they ask for Viagra now. Well, so you're the love doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. Was, yeah, well, you got anything okay. for this mic over okay. here? Well, it keeps. Well, you're, yeah, that's right. You're, 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 no, we got to have something to work with. Do we have it? Oh, it's right. We need to have something to work with. Is there a such thing as a little blue pill for a mic? <laughs> Jeez, it's called duct tape. That's right. <laughs> blue duct tape. tape blue duct tape. Yeah. It's not you, honey. I promise. I promise. It's, it's me. It's all me. <laughs> no. So what do you do for them then? What do you do for well, them? Well, seriously, I uh, I travel around. I talk to coaches. Best thing in the world. I talk to coaches. I'm 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 business. My title is I've got cards. I got 500 cards when I went to work for them in 2015. I've got 497 left. So can we get you know, one progression? Absolutely. I got to go to my truck. I parked it by Target. I couldn't even get across the damn road. Damn. To our friends in Honduras that have been listening, Target is a story, a story here that's huge. Yeah, it's it's tar- everywhere. So, oh, it's so, Target. Yeah. It's Target. French. French. It's a French. French. It starts yeah. French. But they translate. It translates different. It's late. Target. Tra- Target. Tar- Target our Mexican. We have zero Mexican followers. Well, Not one person. Well, that's, can I say this? Not one. A guy being from El Campo. We should have exactly. Mexican followers. Yes. It's called the camp. That's, That's right. That's the translation. El Campo. Yeah, El clearly Campo. I know that. You do know that. I, just, I mean, who I guess I'm going to hashtag enough this week off of El Campo, Campo. to get – that's the goal. Make sure week. you get that in our El Chapo because that's a whole nother well, demographic. It's that's like when I was we'll looking for. And I, I we've got that. We've got. Well, we've got. Yeah. We've got. We're covered. Yeah, we speaking, of, speaking of that, I was teaching Texas history in Pleasanton, oh, Texas. Oh God bless it! I failed that too. Well, I, yeah, it was. A, it's a good course, and so I was talking about the Battle of San Jacinto. Mm-hmm. It is 1981, so you could say things in 81 that you can't say in 2020. Oh, yeah, I do tell. So I said this young lady in the back. I said about Battle of San Jacinto and where we just whipped ass. Uh, excuse me, kick butt. And she goes, Coach, that's not called the Battle of San Jacinto. It's Battle of San Jacinto. Ooh. And I went, No, baby, no, ma'am. If y'all would have won the war, it would have been San Jacinto. But right now, no, San Jacinto. Anyway. That's the proverbial mic drop in the 80s right there. And there goes our two Mexican listeners. We just lost. Dang it. But they would That's understand right. better sense. There goes your Dos Equis sponsorship. So, well, we still get hold our fingers crossed for Tecate. We, we're a big, That's you right. know, we're huge fan. Our, our, huge our, fan. our pals down south love, love. Tecate awesome. and the coaches. Dos it's crazy. We hear about it all the time. So anyway, I work for Dr. Lowe. And I go around, talk to coaches. That's what I do. That's amazing. It's what do you talk to Wonderful. about? Like prevention or just, hey, you want to talk? Foot, anything, football. You get to go get paid to, for, by the team doctor of the Texans to go talk football and not even give them a card. Well, they know me. Why give a guy a card if they know you and have all your contact information? That's my That's awkward. process. So, 
You and know. why would they need to get in touch with you then? Well, they would because, in fact, I had a call today about a, a little hip surgery thing. So I had a call. And so I had to, so I made three or four calls and I called the guy back. I went, well, here's what I, here's what I know. It just took me a little while to get this. <laughs> so, it sounds like there's a lot of people that do this. Like other doctors and lawyers, they just go like look it up online real quick and call you back. Well, here's what your advice would be. Well, I, but you're getting re- away with it. That's I so referred awesome. them to a doctor. One of our doctors. That's what I would call it, too. So, yeah. So, so, you, so you assume no risk. That's the smart thing to do. I have no liability on this. Absolutely. So I, better. Do they better. ever say, you're listening to Bob Yost? He was a coach. He yeah. had surgery? And they, they, well, he, he works for a I guy was walking who in a, did a surgery. I was walking at a, from a, a TGI, uh, uh, regional meeting, went to, out to eat lunch at TGI Fridays. I drove up in a truck. I had a big Memorial Harmon truck. Of course you did. An Iron Man football guys on it, everything so anyway a man walks up and says sir i saw your truck my wife and this is true my wife is having a, a problem with her knee and i said well it sounds like the patellar tendon and, <laughs> and, she said, and he goes he goes and i said and she needs to see the doctor and he goes i told you honey you need to see the doctor. i walked on in i said that will be free today Hey, make sure you check us out on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the same, at Real Coach Lounge. Let me say that again, at Real Coach Lounge. Hook up with us. Let us know on Facebook you're there. Let's start a chat. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, questions, things you want to hear, things you don't want to hear, all that fun stuff. This is a podcast for everybody we just happen to be sitting in the lucky seats asking the questions and enjoying the laughs but you guys are the ones that this is for join us on social media and let's all enjoy this fun ride together you looked apart if you told me when i walked in that you were a doctor i would have believed you and that's what i'm saying it's hard to tell i appreciate that I mean, is this taking away from your baking time or, or are you, no, are you I'm, able to- I'm, I'm, I'm not baking anymore. So either was it that good? No, 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 or- no. It was, it was good, but I'm on a different phase. I, I, I learned Spanish, you know, I took. Hence. El- yeah. Translation. El- yes. El- El- yeah. El Campo. El Campo. Yes. What, the what? I learned. Yeah. You were speaking San, Czech. San, San Jacinto. San Jacinto. So I, I learned. Carne <laughs> <laughs> Carne asada. Carne asada. Oh, Robert. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, okay, Tim. I notice when Tim so gets uncomfortable. He's, 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 he's rubbing his head. He's starting to chafe, Coach. He's been rubbing so, it for forty-five minutes straight. So Tim and I, I think Tim's there. We we go to the track meet. Alan Roberts. We mentioned Alan's name. He's the head coach at Port Lavaca, Calhoun. We track meet and. Only thing we go to track, but his kids are there, our kids are there. You know, we like to watch our kids run, but we really wonder what they have to eat. You know, what are you going to feed us? For your workers and coaches. So we're expecting like chicken fried steak, you know, barbecue. (laughs) Something so makes it right. So Roberts, Alan Roberts, we get in it and he goes, I said, what do you have? And he says, carne asada. (laughs) I said, what? (laughs) I said, carne asada. You're in Port of Vaca, you don't have shrimp or fish? He goes, carne asada. And I went, what is corne asada? He's around. That was Sam Harrell. Sam, <laughs> out. We told Sam corne asada. So he goes, it, it's, it's rice and gravy and a bunch of meat. So we go, get, okay, good. So we go in there and all of a sudden there's rice, big bunch of rice and a bunch of gravy. And then all of a sudden I go, there's like plop, plop, two little pieces of meat. I said, where's the corne asada? I said, it's rice and a bunch of meat. So that's, where am I wrong? We had that crap. story. That was a true story. <laughs> and he, we're pushing his cheeks because yeah. he's laughing. We're sitting there eating carne asada and pouring a vodka. Now, did you really, though, with those two little pieces, does it even classify as carne no, asada? No, it's so like. It was just gravy meat. It's gravy, gravy on gravy rice with two little, like, whatever they were. I didn't know. <laughs> what are they were? Like bologna pieces. <laughs> like, bologna wasn't even, even good. Oh. So we never went back to that track me. I said, I, I banned our kids from ever going to pull <laughs> a like, track me ever again. Based on the food. Based on food. That's what you do. <laughs> So Sam Tim, Alan Roberts worked for Tim for a long time as defense coordinator. Great guy. Went mm-hmm. to Texas Lutheran because he wanted to be a big time college coach. <laughs> so I had I had two guys retire from El Campo, mm-hmm. and Alan was looking to get out of college. And I'm thinking, man, I'm gonna be the oldest guy on staff. Park uh, Alan is six months older than me. I'm gonna hire that son of a bitch, <laughs> and he will not. 
So I talked him into coming to El Campo as a retired rehire guy, and he, he really did a great job for us. <laughs> but the real reason was I was not the oldest guy on staff. Fair. Nah, fair enough. And he knew that. Now, what That's is that? That's a great concept. Yeah. Either it one was. of you guys want a job at Tombo? I, I <laughs> we will be those yeah. well, there's about to be an AP, adaptive PE position open he just posted. I thought Tom Ball was open Shout Step out, is tweeting yeah. Step, Step said is it was tweeting. open Step mom Tom Ball Step mom That's what he said Hey so What is that enormity On your right hand over there What is that uh, That that mini That mini glass Shot well, glass That you have on your finger there What's that, that? What's that, that is a, That's a uh, I'm in the uh, Texas High School Coach Association Hall of Honor and that's Texas High School High School Coaches Association Hall of Honor. Hall of Honor. So it's wow, not something to a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Ask him who his first phone call was from when he was elected. As he and when you're elected, you go straight from that general meeting to a big, nice banquet, and you sit on the far end. Oh, you talking about that's when I was like a president. Yeah. Okay. That. That's the press. That's the watch. That's the press. That, yeah, that, like, that looks like a yeah. wrestling belt. Oh, well, that's it, nice. it is. It, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's right. That's, that's, that's pretty watch. sweet. That's the oh, yeah, watch. Yeah. So his yeah. first phone call was to your mom, probably. It's a tradition. Somebody calls you, and I got the honor. So, uh, and he answers it at the table. Hello. Hello. Wait, so explain <laughs> his tradition again. <laughs> if you know, you're you're just you're overcome with emotion. And, Wow. So you know ahead of time you're getting we knew well, we all did because we voted I was it wasn't unanimous I voted against him. <laughs> so there was a majority <laughs> no he just got it yeah yeah. No, yeah 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 no he got it he got it it was great the guys he, dropped out yeah no it, it was it was, emo it was emotional for a lot of us because sure that's, that's an us and uh, you go up there and that's the first time you're shown off. You're the prize calf, so wow. to speak. Wow, prize calf. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and they, and you're Grand to, prize hall. That's right. <laughs> to the who's who at that, that, that nice banquet. Wow. Luncheon. And yeah, it was a neat deal. Really neat to see him get it. That's, that's great. Yeah. But the bad, well, bad thing was in Fort Worth, and me being the cheap guy I am, you know, everybody takes Ubers or cabs, and it's like seven blocks. Oh, no, no, not Bob, because, yes. you know, I'm cheap. So I'm going to walk from the from – the, the convention center to wherever we the banquet was. Right. Well, I'm just walking my ass off trying to be there on time, and all of a sudden it started raining. I'm saying, "Oh shit, this ain't good," because you know I don't want you know. Yeah, the hair, the claw. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, your money maker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it was. <laughs> what time? The tire was the tire was over here. What time of year sweating. is this? It was a it was Ooh. a very very cool July. Okay, so it wasn't like July either where you're sweating. It's a very cool July. Yes, it was oh, July. July. I thought it was January. Oh my god, July. July. Oh yeah. my yeah. goodness. Mm -hmm. Holy so, yeah. cow. So I learned I learned then that next time I'm elected president, I will take an Uber, <laughs> which is not going to happen. But no, wow. I, no. Be a one. I'm kidding. That, wow. I, I am kidding about that. No, I, not I, about being a doctor, but I am no, kidding. Well, about you that. shouldn't take a school bike. I mean, that's what I thought you were. I could have gone one of those bikes that you, but you had to put like a quarter in to bring yeah. it. Yeah, I don't, know I don't get those. I don't get those. I don't and you got you got your aggregate. So I, I'm okay. So I'm gonna full disclosure. I'm gonna throw this out here. I'm I'm very be careful. Thank you for that. I'm I'm very. I, I need that. I'm very. I don't know. Enamored by like belts, like the big wrestling belts, and cool watches and cool rings and stuff. And I love hearing the stories behind them and what the meanings are represented big picture and also personally and i see the aggie ring there's none more coveted than this one and everything on this ring this one meaning the texas a&m ring, ring. ring and and i'll just show you tell you about one of them okay every symbol on here stands for something very famous very oh, yeah? meaningful but now let me ask you, you know, and, and not even joking is yeah. it something famous and meaningful to other aggies a, a, other or, aggies or, but as other even a texas longhorn who i have two in my family okay uh even have an appreciation for it. If you look on the on the belly of the ring, uh, you see it. It's kind of worn. Do you see all the holes? That's the only ring in 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 the, in the on Earth that has their arch rival on it, and that stands. All those little holes stand for the thousands and thousands and thousands of assholes that graduated from the University <laughs> of Texas. <laughs> Did you not know that? I didn't. And I'm so that's why I love doing this because oh, I learned it's, something. It's like, truth. It's the that truth. That sounds like that should be a question on a game show. You walk in a room with that on the and wall. The, the wall. I you mean, know, something. Watch the, the long arms will just go to a corner. 
they'll go to a corner just they're so ashamed they just yeah it's well true. It, i mean it's, it, it makes yeah. sense it, now all comes oh yes oh there's others well, and, your, but and your, your family members they oh they uh, they still have a thing well, they, 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 they kiss it when i walk do in they, well, yeah, so yeah, does yeah, yeah. the mailman though i mean it's no, the godfather no, that, that's taking it too far just Is the family yeah. i got you i got you hey guys quick question would you like to feel better sleep better less anxiety you want your joints to feel better if the answer is yes to any of these or yes to all of them, CBD is the way to go. Now, I know what you're thinking, and it's not the same thing that you grew up being told was bad. It's not that hippie lettuce you always heard about from your parents or your teachers. CBD is a thing called cannabidiol that's what's left when the THC, the stuff that gets you high, is removed. This stuff has tremendous healing and anti-inflammatory properties along with fighting stress and anxiety. Look, basically it's all the rage all over the world right now. Now, I know you also see these rinky-dink CBD stores popping up all over the place right now. Trust me when I tell you, you do not want to go to these places to try out CBD. Just like you preach accountability to your players and coaches, demand it from your CBD supplier. Level Up CBD is where you get that accountability. How? Well, that's simple. There's a QR code on every one of their products. You simply scan that code with your camera and boom, Level Up will let you know where your product was made along with where it's been every step of the way until you start reaping the benefits personally. If that's not accountable, y'all, I don't know what really is. Trust me, after all of these years of me being done with my body, whether as a player, coach, firefighter, doing jujitsu, or just my big brisket back self doing a marathon by the end of the 2021 because Coach Flanagan said I couldn't, my body is a wreck. Enter Level Up CBD. Me personally, I'm a 2,000 milligram citrus guy. I just place a couple drops under the tongue and boom, I'm a new man. Not to mention that 1,000 milligram lotion on those sore muscles after those long runs. And it don't hurt, fellas, when the missus asks for a massage. Use some of that lotion. Get you some bonus points at home if you know what I'm saying. Try it for yourself today. Go to levelup-cbd.com. Let me say it again for the people in the cheap seats. Levelup-cbd.com. And when you go, let them know you heard about it in the coach's lounge. I got my agar ring. You're at you well from your four your four, four classes four classes one one year in a summer. I mean, I got it. Well, you, we, how much you spent time at ninety nine dollars is what it so cost me. That, that, that's what it was ninety nine bucks. Ninety nine so dollars. You had to actually like graduate in order to was get that. Really? Oh, yeah. I graduated from A and M, but you started, started somewhere else. Uh, well, what? You just had to just, <laughs> it just—it's where I got my degree. It's not where you started. No, started. That's where I got my foundation. You started, you know what I'm talking about. I got you. Shiny white gold. You, 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 we couldn't. No, get no, back. we couldn't get it. Back I'm not then. quite. But yeah. True. <laughs> when they were selling gold, I thought I told my wife she had a gold party. I said, "Hey, put this, put this, got this old ring. Put this in there." She goes, "That's your agate ring. They'll come kill you." Oh, <laughs> so they were trying to sell it. I said, "Oh, I can't do that." So I didn't sell it. I, got it, but I still have it. So, what do you do now in your spare time? Uh, on the twenty fourth of this month, I will retire. I'm, 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 I'll be as officially retired. Yeah. So, what you gonna do there, Grandpa? 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 Got a daughter in Kansas. I'll go. Hopefully, if she's still what's there. Your, what's your daughter do? Yeah, that'd be good. Our daughter's Corey. now at the University of Kansas. Assistant athletic director. Oh, over over football, that's fantastic. That's we, impressive. My my wife's family is from up there. Big. Oh, really? They're from Olathe, and um mm -hmm. and so half their family. It's sure, kind of so. like I know. It's kind of like Texas. That mm -hmm. next to Markham. It's right between uh, Lincecum and and Beether. That's about. I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I figured. I mean, you look like a guy who knows his geography of Kansas, but they they <laughs> right by County Road four hundred two. You do. Yeah, <laughs> you really do. I, <laughs> that a, that, I, I, I learned that at Wharton Junior College. That's why well, that that teacher had passed by the time Mr. I got Mr. Kowser was a see. Yeah, I heard was, stories. Was he awesome. was off the catalog. I'm sorry, he goes to talk about Tory. Tory yeah. So no, awesome. my my, 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 <laughs> my wife, my yes, wife's family, family like they're like they're like the Texas. You know, it's you Texas and house divided Texas right. today. Half of them are K, K State, half of them are KU fans. Sure. And they're all Chiefs fans because there's nothing else That's up there. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. Uh, but, Tim, what were you saying? I don't remember. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> so remember. Does and what you're going to be doing yeah, now. Was, and you're all saying, now that you're retired. I'm just going to be a grandfather. Grandfather. Mm, that's it. That's you have any right. hobbies or anything that you, you're a golfer or a fisher uh -uh. or? Nope. 
you go talk to random strangers in restaurants and see if you I get fish and chips out of them. I'm looking about doing that after watching well, Kevin. It, do it that. seems to be very, no, very helpful. It, it works. Is the grand, it, it's the best bass fishing lake in the state of Texas. In fact, if you look at the top 20, y'all don't look interested at all. I'm not even. No, I'm good. No, so, no, I, no, no I'm y'all don't even interest this. Our bass fisher friends over there in Chile are huge. <laughs> They you know what? You know why? They have Chilean bass. Chilean bass. And you're sitting here leaving them hanging, Coach. That is not <laughs> fair. Please continue. continue sir. They're waiting on bated breath over here. You are. You are. Yeah, it's Chilean it's, bass. Uh, it, if you look at the top 20 largest bass ever caught in the state of Texas, probably, I'm going to say 15 or from Lake Fork, where they're from. Yeah. So, Are we going to go fishing now? Is that what we're getting at? Or did y'all get exchange it, numbers? It's, we're going to transition to a fishing podcast. Uh, we should we should make the we should make the lounge a pontoon. Listen, I'm from Rockport, Texas, saltwater fishing capital of Texas. You know I'm in on that. Worked on a charter boat when I was in seventh grade. But got know, fired. Oh, <laughs> almost got fired. <laughs> I remember. No, almost, the true no. story is in the bay I was good, but when we go to the Gulf, I get seasick, and it's bad when the deckhands throwing up and all the fishermen are not throwing up. So I. Guy said, hey, you probably need to stay. Might not be your element. Yeah. I said, well, you know, I probably didn't want to go out there anyway. Yeah. It's my idea. That's right. I'm not fired. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm not going out there, buddy. <laughs> at least you didn't get chased off by a tire tool or anything at this deal. No, that not was like- when I was, I was like 12 at this time. When I was 16, I got t- tire tool. <laughs> Mr. Jackson was slow, thank God, because I wasn't very fast. <laughs> It's alignment. So Holy cow. At least the one that Board of Education we keep hearing about, too. Well, Have y'all used the paddle? When's the last time oh. I'd be Lamar Terry High School where I was? That was the last high school in that part of Greater Houston area that had the paddle. I had I had four of them when I took the job. Four paddles in yeah in my office uh, I inherited. We call it the vault. Mm-hmm. Two had holes in them and the other ones didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His last time I was mm-hmm. El Campo allowed it did didn't use it much. But every now and then, especially if it was requested by the parent. Yes, we had parents request. You know, really? just bust yeah. their ass, oh, yeah. quote unquote. Oh yeah. Okay. And you did. Well, yeah. And so, when you did, you you didn't do it lightly because you know you swung hard. Don't yeah. be that guy. And have witness. Well, really? Yeah. Well, well and, and, but when we first started, not El Campo, but in 91. because you guys you had merit and cred- credibility. <clears throat> you had, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. And if I it was a girl, you usually if it was a girl. Oh, I didn't know. Parents, oh, every, yeah. every, oh, every you brought up. You brought up. You brought up. In Tidehaven, we bring them in. In this 1978, 79, if they had a failing grade, we'd bust them. I mean, in Jim Shorts, we just bust them in your program. Well, there's a school that I coached at. Um, in 2016, <clears throat> that if you had a felon grade, you get busted. It or had a chance. freshman athletic period sounded like fireworks were wow. going on. Wow, wow, well, and still to this day, you know, I'm I, you know I'm not a real advocate of that, but you know sometimes it sometimes a guy needs to. Thank you. What busted. about if a guy does it to his coaching staff? Because I'm having a real hard time <laughs> sitting here because you got busted. Well. <laughs> Should you need a donut? Should you sit on I'm, I'm on one side. I don't know if you can notice. I go from one shake <laughs> to the other. I'm trying to give each one a break. He asked me in my in my first. It was my first coaching job too. And he asked me. He said, "You know, what's your thoughts on that?" And I did not answer it. So I like, coaches. Was that? Yeah. Like, I mean, are, are you against it? If you if you need it, are you? I mean, are, are you, you gonna, against it? And I'm like, and what am I going to say? I need a job, coach. I said, hey, man. Oh, you, you were in flip flops and shorts. Well, so you, I mean, no wonder you need a job. If you if you do that, well, you, you what you, you gotta do? Weren't you a fireman at one time? I was before that. I'm a paramedic. Well, yeah. Then, yeah. Then y'all waterboarded to their fireman. I know the waterboard. I mean, you know, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, waterboard. So uh, it's all the same thing. I, I, I just want to say. I just want to say that the waterboard that was done was on the lake, and they were on top of that board pulled by a boat but what they but i don't know i just i just feel like my, i mean i, I don't know this, 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 <laughs> God oh. you might want to give him that microphone this is a circle of truth i mean yeah. whatever i mean i feel like we're, nobody, <laughs> yeah circle of trust nobody's listening anyway i just no, didn't no. know because he's and he, and then he had to get surgery because it was getting worn he tore a rotator cuff on one of our freshman coaches yes mm. It's you a do whole those? Thing. You do rotator cuffs or just knees? Oh, we do it all. Absolutely. You need something. Holler. You know, oh, you got Tom Ball. Arthur, what, what you got? What, what do y'all use? I know Lynn Etheridge comes in. <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> so we played Tom Ball in Ocampo. We played him twice. Did y'all? And we played him in Tom Ball when I, my first year, 1992, and they beat us. 
And then we came, they came to El Campo. That's a whole different, you know, deal uh, from, from yeah. Tom Ball, El Campo. There's the cows shrimping, around. Shrimping up. What do you call it? Where you grease up the officials with shrimp? Yeah, What's well, that? Is that a technical We bribery? had a pretty good team. It, it, I think you all call it bribery back then. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, with an well, eye, though, i.e. Only, yeah. only, <laughs> only if you get called, it's bribery. Yeah. I mean, you know, only if you get called holding, do they call it. <laughs> yeah, so, you true. know, when you call, it's not holding. So, anyway. <laughs> so, we're up pretty good on Lynn's team, yeah. Tom Ball. Shocker. Well, no. They I mean, were, if you're bribing. Well, and so I, I tell the referee, the guy's name's Bill King. I said, hey, Bill, let's just, let's get it done. You know, it's like 10 minutes going a game. He goes, coach, are you sure you, sure you want to do that? I went, yeah, I did. Let's, let's keep it going. Because we didn't have 40 seconds, like 25 seconds. The referees really mm-hmm. controlled the clock right. that time. He goes, okay. That guy on that other side wouldn't do that. He'd score as much as he could. So that Lynn. And I, said, and I told Lynn after that, he goes, oh. He said that? I went, yeah. He said, well, he knows me. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, no. you ever have any good interactions with the, um, with the refs or anything during the game? Did you, you say ever- interactions or erections? <laughs> well, I mean. Is that, I'm the microphone in the interaction. Well, he, I mean, he, he has a side hustle if you have a problem with that. What was your website again? BobGillisTheDoc.com, cash only. Stronglikebull.com. <laughs> yeah. What was your, what was, I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. Could you, you ever Because like, we were talking like Dan Ray Hooks. They were talking about how he was just legendary for when he would go talk and get in the referees here. And, and no, uh, I know. Who was the young man that took the job at Angleton? They were district or not? Uh, no, Fulbright, the one that came from Brenham, excuse me, that went to Angleton. Had Josh a real, Potter. Josh, Josh Potter. Uh, Great. Had two yeah. great backs. Yeah. And we were decent. We had like five teams in that district that yeah. probably could have gone 13, 14. That, we weren't in that district that year, I think. You were, you're not? No. Okay, y'all got kicked out for bribery. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't remember. No, we all, y'all were good play, that year, too, even we were, if you we weren't in the district. To play football it was that year. notorious <laughs> shrimp shortage in 98. Yeah. And, we uh, went to barbecue. That's what it was. And it was, at, it was at the old stadium. It was one of the last times yeah. we played. They, their, their field was. Uh, Elwood Cutler had it built. Uh-huh. He brought the same guys that put in Kyle Field because Elwood was the quarterback for Paul Bear Bryant when they went to the Junction Boys. Okay, so he had an he had a connection. Nice field, great field, packed house. They were good. They were undefeated. I can't recall if we were or not. It was a good ball game, and uh, we really shut down their running game. We we hit their backs and peppered them early. Not that they didn't want it, but. We just we had great success defensively. We were strong defensively. Allen Roberts was mm-hmm. the defensive coordinator, and um, we had Darnell Jackson at the time. And um, we didn't throw the ball a whole lot. We ran, you know, we ran the all set high, and we ran a um, play where you you know you threw we threw the ball and shuffled it out, and the guy scored, and I didn't score, but got a first down. And 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 uh, with, supposedly there's no time left on the clock at Angleton. And I just know I got a master's degree in speech communications, and I know your eyes and your ears get confused sometimes it, in they, the heat of the battle. Cross. I, I've yes. seen yours twice when that lady came in here, you know. <laughs> and chewed you out. Chewed you out. She put the fear of God in me. And, and everybody's hollered, you know, there's two more seconds on the clock. The clock had, you know, expired and Angleton won. And I'm going, no, 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 it's two more seconds. It's two <laughs> more seconds. And I had the number four. And supposedly they put three seconds on the clock and we Split kicked the difference. And we kicked the field going one. This episode of the Coach's Lounge is presented to you by Kanan. Kanan. It exists for the very purpose of improving your outdoor life and to elevate your experiences to absolute best they can be. So they design and manufacture their high-performance eyewear to be clearly better than any sunglasses you've ever tried before. Let's be honest, your life is always better when you have a nice pair of shades on. Nobody likes the gas station brand or the knockoffs, right? Kanan's polarized sunglasses are composed of proprietary resin that's shatterproof, lighter than polycarbonate, yet offers a clarity of glass. One look and it's plain to see that they're clearly better. So go get your pair of Kanan's today at K-A-E-N-O-N.com. Let me tell you firsthand, I was coaching out the softball field a couple years ago as a genius that I am. I took a ball to the face and these glasses absolutely saved my eye. Most other glasses would have shattered and done serious damage. This just popped out the lens and I popped it right back in and we were good to go. Kanan is the way to go. Coach Flynn and I both have tried them and we are both sold on this brand. K-A-E-N-O-N dot com. 
Instead of kicking me out, can we get some napkins for his eyes? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Won the, uh, I mean, these things. I mean, it's what's that team. called? The Sportsmanship Award? Jim uh, Jim Creech. Oh, he's won the Jim Creech Award because anytime Jim didn't have a winning record, he'd win it. <laughs> Go back and look. So might I say it something? About, it, but it was it was on the. Are you, about Jim are you familiar with the term "red alert"? Might, oh, might yes. I say? Yeah. I guess oh. I'm. Oh. I say He has the best of. Might I say something? Okay, in Bishop, Texas. Jim Creech and his two brothers grew up in Bishop. So did my dad's principal and coach down there. True. And we grew up. So did Joe Sheffy grow up there also? No, 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 no. 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 Okay. no he wasn't tough enough. No, okay. no, no. Joe was a little <laughs> weak. Soft. He's soft. He's soft. Joe's anyway, from Pamela. So, yeah. so Jim, so <laughs> the Creeches, the Creech boys would always just go fight. They'd just be out and not against each other, with each other. So my mom, every time the Gillis boys would get like ride our bikes up to the baseball park, goes, "Hey, don't you be like them Creech boys? <laughs> don't you go fighting anybody?" Yes, ma'am. We're not going. So we call it creaching. We ain't gonna be creaching. We ain't gonna be creaching. And Jim Creech knows his story. His <laughs> name turned into a verb. Oh yes. Creaching. Oh yes. He just went Google style. <laughs> and his brother Bobby was the biggest fighter of all. Really? So, yeah, and he, he seems so low key. I mean, smoke with him. I mean, because the, Bobby used to beat him up all the time. That's oh, true. You know, he was talking about referees. He goes, you know what? They just need sometimes. They need to be put in time out. They need guidance. They need guidance. They're like children. They need the discipline. <laughs> and. Well, I mean, he, he went on and on about this, and he had me moved and come to find it's, out he was so full of it. It's just. And they were talking about Red Alert and how he won the Sportsman of the Year. Award, <laughs> that's and then the it. Next multiple day, times. Never, multiple times. Multiple next, times. And he wasn't even paying attention no, when he announced he wasn't. it. Well, why would he? Look at him. He, he, he they said they, they looked at his pamphlet, and they had, he had it written down their bathroom he, break he, during, during that Red award. <laughs> and, and just complete shock, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's amazing. He's the one. He and solely he, because we I, I listened to y'all's podcast that that led the coup to put Dick Olin out on side of I ten. Oh, on the way to it was him. He was the one. He he held off on that a little bit. Didn't yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he didn't yeah, really yeah. disclose. You know, he yeah. sat back a little bit. He almost mm. kind of blended into no. the wall. <clears> and now I understand. And it was not near a station. It was literally on the side of I ten. It wasn't near a ticket. <laughs> be, oh my no, God. no, no. I, I was driving the owner of the car. I was driving the Cadillac. It wasn't mine. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe we were doing it. They just laid him on the... If, yeah. you, if you're not familiar with the story, I encourage you to go back to two episodes, episode seven in the archives with Dick Olin and, and Chris Massey and Creature and Sheffy and all those guys. Um, and, and they were talking about when they were in coaching school. This was a coaching school story. And he didn't feel good. And they just left him on the I side of the road yeah. or something, right? Yes. And, uh, um, so anybody that hadn't heard that, refer back to that because it's an epic story. True and story. That story is legendary. Got confirmation it's, that, oh, it's true. that that Happened. Red Alert is actually the silent mastermind behind all this. Yep. And, Mar and Martha couldn't pick him. Mar Mar Dick's till wife, after school. She couldn't pick him up till no. after school. What <laughs> 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 if you had to go pick Dick up? Oh. when you wait till after school? Yeah. He's oh. three quarters to the Louisiana I ten, and she had to go pick Come him on. up on the side of the high. And that asphalt, you know, it doesn't get hot at all. He doesn't feel good. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Thirty seven heart <laughs> it was bad. Oh, it was bad. It was you know bad. what? You might, you, know, you might have a heart attack. Why don't you just lay down? Like, let us know how on it this, works out. On that pavement there. Yeah. You know, we the got to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. That was a trip. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Look at the, one of the, the reason why I ask is because one of the things that keeps popping up every time somebody brings up the, the podcast is they they talk about one of the, the, the notorious Dan Ray Hook stories mm -hmm. where he talks about, you know, you're messing with my livelihood. You're messing with my how I make a living for my kids and stuff. Right. What do you do? And the guy says, well, I work at NASA. And he said, well, no wonder we ain't been on the moon since 1968. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes off. People bring that story up left oh, yeah. and right. And, oh, yeah. and so that's one of the cool things about doing this is getting to hear all like oh, just yeah. the interactions that, you know, everyday True. Joe's and James. Well, Dan but, Ray's legendary about getting in trouble with the UIL. I heard that. And going to the UIL and getting no penalties because he would just, you know, his he's a great actor. Is he would he? sob, just oh, yeah. so, I'm just so sorry. I was on medication. I didn't mean to say, you really? know. Oh, and just like, Dan Ray going. You. So it's kind of utilizing your resources uh, once you again. Know, just kind of like the, like the shrimp. shrimp and barbecue. Yeah. Oh, he did have, 
he did have to listen to one game he was out in the parking lot. And then he had another game he was, what did he say? He was he's at awesome. uh, a local store or something. He had to, <laughs> he's awesome. He's he awesome. couldn't even be on campus yeah. during That's, the game. He had to listen to the like radio. There's a movie that should be made after this They named guy. the stadium after him, so some work. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. I think there might be an amendment right now just trying to get pushed through to name the city after him. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Post Texas. But they, 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 I mean, they said that, was that you, Coach, that said that he was the only one to ever be scratched from the entire yes. Houston chapter. Had to go to UIL. Usually was, goes the other way. Yeah, he was scratched from the Beaumont chapter. I had to come to Houston because the whole chapter oh, scratched, scratched him. Yeah. They they but he swore awesome. he wasn't going to use the Houston one because he hated them as much yeah, as he hated he did Jasper. Every year. Yeah. But he did it every year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Truth. That watch is gorgeous, Coach. Well, Where is that you. watch from? That's a present. A what? The present watch of the Coach Association. Man, that's... Well, thank you. I would have worn my... My time hex, if it's been, this, if it distracted you so much, I didn't know you were ADD. So. Hey, are you kidding me? I've been focusing <laughs> no, on it for hours. Yeah, he's very ADD. That's 100%. Yeah. Thank does, you very much. I appreciate now, Tom Nolan, we're going to have Tom Nolan on, I'm sure, Good. at some point. So he, who Dick Olin is talking mad trash about already. Oh, about Tom him Nolan's too. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. lives right there by the high school, but he bought Which is right there. Yeah, by, by Houston Lamar High School. Right? In fact, his um, high rise. You look out the window, you can look on St. John's, which is the private school next to yep. Houston. Oh, Lamar. oh, yeah, yeah. You see the practice fields. Their baseball then, fields are right next right to each other. And then right? he has a right place there. outside of Burton he bought right when he was retired. It's four so, acres. Tom Nolan, we play uh, one year, we, we got a pretty good 2003 or four. We had a pretty good team, and we can't find him at play. And Lamar couldn't find him mm, on either. I remember I said, that. Oh, Lord. So, we ended up playing him. So, Tom, Tom, I'm sorry, Tom Nolan was the head, head coach, coach at Lamar. Lamar. Was, 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 okay, sir. And so, so, we go, they come to El Campo first year. And, and like I say, we had a good team, but they were really, really good. And so he gets off the bus and, you know, of course he's El Campo. And he comes in and he goes, y'all about to kick our ass. And I said, coach, look, we both coach long enough. We don't need to like try to psych each other. I said, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. As he's smoking a cigarette, you know, he goes, you got a pasture over there right across. The, we still do. And there's True. cows over there. And he goes, all our guys say, Coach, they got cows. <laughs> they got cows. <laughs> so, fat, we beat them 28 to nothing. And El Cap, sure there, I mean. So, the next year, we go to Lamar. I would go to Del Mar. And I told Nolan, I said, tell all your boys I'm bringing one big old cow. And we're going to put it on the wow. sideline, which we did. And they beat us. So, anyway. I just I just feel the need to say go dogs because we just keep talking AM and I just I I'm a big Georgia, Georgia guy. I just want Georgia fans. No Georgia listeners at this point. Uh, I, I, I think there, there's about to see a tremendous spike because I just pitch. say go pioneers. So Pioneer. yep. go whack jack pride right there. That's right. This a lot right. of people from Wharton on this. Well, well I mean, Wharton County is big. Wharton County because about five of them have computers now. That's right. What's that <laughs> what's that little town right there across the rail tracks? You take the highway road. Like Hilgy. Luling. Is it no. Luling? I was oh. born in Luling. Is that what it is right there next no, to it? No, Luling's up by San Mark. No, what's the one right next to it? By Wharton? Yeah. Again, you I'm just going to reference episode uh, season one oh, of The geez. Wall when they talk about there's a lot yes. of references L? to geography and Louise. someone in no, here. Louise. Yeah, so Total it, failure. The river though, that divides was, Oklahoma from God, Texas. Thank goodness his wife tripled up. There's yes, no she tripled up on the wall. How dare you? I, I drive what a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> Don't talk to me like this. What Triple river up. separates Oklahoma from Texas? Was that it or Mexico no, from well, Texas? If you're going to make fun of me. I haven't seen get it. Your fa- well, I haven't watched the show. You don't know that it's true. Oh, well, it's, I'll watch it. Bob saw it's, it. It's he like, saw I the, it to you because I do. trust you. you I'll send it to you because I don't want to. You showed him the trailer a while ago. I do want you to send it to me. I will. I will totally send it to you. That'd be like. It's not. Season one. It's not necessary. During Matt Marshall. No. No, and his wife, story. Matt Marshall, Jean-Anne. when he when he's up there in the anyway, wall so and says, story, "I just don't know if I can do this." Grinding the whole time. It's like it's like Louise. Louise is only hell. What's the one you're taking like 35 or 36 south towards like Lake Jackson, coming out of Wharton? There was a there was a new there's a new community. Oh, that's our angle. That's bowling. 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 See, you know they the know, nudist listen, colony. They didn't know anything, but they knew the nudist colony. It's shut There's down. two of them. They well, shut down. They shut down. They shut down. They shut, shut down the nudist colony. But I don't know. Because well, they couldn't put wear masks properly. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Social, yeah. How do you show social distance? <laughs> so, <laughs> what mask do you wear? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, did, sir, can you turn that around, please? How did you know that? How did you know that they were there? Okay. Hey, it's right, right there. That's on the road to Neatville. So, that's right. 
so oh, they I'm had so a jazz happy. scholarship. You know, uh, it was the, a dual scholarship. Jazz. Thank musicians. you very much. You know what? I don't like Allegedly. your tone, sir. How dare you? I I I played a mean jazz trumpet, sir. And anyway, so I. I, I'm telling you, I w- we went there and we went and knocked on the door and we lived in the dorms uh, right there uh, on campus in Wharton and uh, Frank Hall. Frank, Frankie Hall. Frankie Hall. That's right. And we went up there and we knocked on the door because we heard it was a nudist colony. And um, the person answered the door, kind of looked through the little peephole thing before cameras and stuff. And I, and I said, excuse me, uh, Jim, I, I was wanted to, I wanted to check this out. My parents are nudists and, and, they drove us. They drove me up here, and 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 the two of the guys that were my roommates didn't. I'm sure didn't give it off or you know, give our tell away or whatever. But how old were you? I was in college, just a sophomore in college, so I was 19, 18. And so I, I as I, my, you know, my parents are nudist, and we, they were scouting places. We drove by when they brought my my stuff to my class to my dorm, and I told them that I would come check it out and 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 see, you know, give them a report back if it was worth them moving close so they could be close to me while I'm in college. The guy said, well, you know, hop on in. So he opens the gate because it was a sliding gate. It was like a big green or blue gate or something. Yeah. And he slides this gate open and there is in a four seater golf cart. My oh. man oh, is boy. wearing nothing but a smile once this oh. gate opens. And the problem what was. What time of year? I'm sorry. What time of year is it? I mean, your Texas heat and your own like it was August. We had just started seats. school. It was just, it was just. Oh, I'm telling you, I was wearing Yay. shorts. And I, I guarantee he was chafing without question. There was some chafage going on. And I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, be that guy. But I know there was some ball meat sticking in places it should have been. I'm just throwing it out there because I mean, they, they got, I mean, I had sweat dripping down my leg into my socks. I can't imagine what he had dripping into what. Is all I'm saying. Kevin. The son of a nudist and an adaptive PE teacher, I definitely wouldn't have come. I'm just to keep going. This is good. Exactly. It's, it's, we go. We go into this nudist colony. I'm telling you, and, and he's given us the tour, and we are so pumped. You're thinking about your freshman, sophomore in college, and you're thinking we're gonna go see naked people, and like, you have your clothes on, and we're fully naked or fully, fully clothed, <laughs> fully clothed. So this is a win-win in our books, right? Like. That's how like adult movies are made in, in our minds, right? You know, or Skinamax or something. Coach, when I tell you that I saw like my grandmother in there, I saw I saw my third grade teacher in there. That looks like she looked now, not when I was in third grade. Um, and lot, it was very anticlimactic, but like they they should have been naked. And now I understand why they were all okay with each other being yeah. naked because. Nobody else would want to see them naked, and it really ruined it for me. And I'm I'm still scarred to this yeah, day. No wonder it shut. You down. weren't far from the sinkhole. What's that? Right. See, that's that's neat. That you go right across two hundred more yards back south. You go you're in Needville's district where where I, where I grew up. In yeah, that's the Bernard River, San Bernard River. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> go opposite back toward like where you were coming from. You go maybe not even quarter or a mile, half a mile. That farm to market road, which is 442. Is that what it is? You know what sinkholes are? You know where the ground just. Oh, the sinkhole. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like Florida style. You thought sinkhole. I thought you were saying, I thought we were talking, you know, yeah. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Which it's is been, not. It's, fish, not, it's, 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 it's not common where we are. Yeah, because the limestone it, yeah, and stuff. Well, right. it's the largest sulfur dome in the world is in New Gulf. That's why Texas yeah. Gulf Sulfur Company was there. In where? In New, New Gulf, Gulf, which is right outside of Bowling. That's really. Yeah. yeah. Well, they pumped so much oil and sulfur out of the ground back back then and even 40s, 50s, 30s, 40s, 50s, because that's what they used for gunpowder in World War One and Two. That was really? The supply, that the ground finally sunk. Wow. It was probably- There was a sinkhole there? Yeah, on the, the road. The road, actually. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. That, that was why when bowling, when you went to Wharton, bowling was one of the best 2A jobs. Back then was one of the best jobs in the whole state. Of Texas. I bet. And I bet some well of the nudist colony you, there. You had, you had uh, those people were branded. They no, were in their twenties no when that place no first opened. Doubt. I guarantee it because no they doubt. sure weren't when I was there. Best track and field meet you ever go to back back in the fifties and sixties. Really, it was the same nudists those still the there when you were there. Ran they were just nude. grandparents. They looked now. like they used to be nude, yeah. like they were in good shape. But I thought I'd be done with this conversation. No, you you really missed a lot. Now you, Sorry, you, you brought consternation to the table. I know we can't spell it. It's kind of like const- 
<laughs> What's the Georgia Bulldog thing? What, okay, so I'm from Atlanta originally. I grew up in Atlanta, and I moved to to, to Texas. What when part I was, of Atlanta? Uh, Stone Mountain. Just, Seriously? Yep, just outside. Went going, to, they uh, want to take those down. Might want to what? They want to take that yeah, off. Yeah. That, anyway, that's another take story. Take the mountains down? No, they want to take the, the carving, the carving down, down the front. Down. The, the oh. um, Stone Mountain. Yep, I yeah. went. Uh, we, I went to there. I went to uh, two different high schools. Right there, Stone Mountain High School and mm -hmm. Redan High School, right by Mer Lithonia. Really? Yep, right there. Head coach, yeah. And uh, I, I moved to Texas. Went from Atlanta to Lake Jackson, Texas. Hmm. Quite the culture shock. No, no question. And uh, and so I'm a sophomore in high school. And my dad has me fully convinced that they actually rode horses to school. <laughs> and there instead of a bike rack, there was a horse rack. <laughs> and I might as well go ahead and get started learning and, and, and figuring it out huh? because that's how they everybody does it. They had me sold that Texas was like Tombstone. And I was dumb enough <laughs> to actually Fort believe Jackson it. In, I, in Lake Jackson of yeah. all places. Yeah. And so we, we moved here and we're driving up. And I'm going, Dad, aren't we going to stand out? We're in a car. You know, like it makes you would think. And he's like, no, no, no. They all do. They just don't use them. <laughs> they, it, it's bad. Fair or whatever. And I mean, he had his whole story. And 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 yeah. So I was uh, in quiet for the shock. It was it was interesting. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my that's my attachment to my bulldogs. I'm a big I fan. Die hard. We went and saw them two we years did ago. Go see them. Oh, and it cool. Was, it was a and M in Georgia. I cannot thank you enough. And we did. I cannot thank you enough because that was one of my almost all time. Aside, I love my wife. I love my kids. I love every aspect of my job. I love everything about my life. This might have been Disclaimer. one of the high points of my entire life was going to this game. I love except being for the episode. fact that the corner definitely held the receiver for oh, A&M and cost the. I mean, it was A&M clearly won. Oh, and Aggies don't lie, cheaters still tolerate those who do. Oh, so well, they didn't this have podcast, the fact that, that I'm coach, yeah, the shrimp right. was short on the side of the A&M bench, so they mm. stepped their shrimp yeah. game up. They should have. That's why they should have hired you. Step it up, baby. Yeah, got to step it up. So that that's my connection with the Bulldogs. That's we took a real good football team there when we were at TCU. Non, it was early early season game. And they were trying, and and Dooley was the head coach. Vince, Vince Dooley. And they were trying to find themselves. They didn't, and they had to, they, <laughs> in, in more ways than one. And uh, they were trying to find someone. They need a doctor? Yeah, they, they did. And they didn't have a tailback until that game. Yes. And they took a kid from Cashmere High School and put him at tailback, Rodney Hampton. Ah, was he pretty good? Yeah. Uh, he ran for almost 300 yards against us that day. Yeah. Was he pretty good? Yeah, yeah. and we couldn't we ranch. couldn't get the ball past either guard on the in, on the veer because they were very good. So you got kind of, you guys have interesting careers. I mean, you've coached you've coached at pretty much every level. I mean, you've coached junior high, high school, mm -hmm. junior college experience, coaching wise. But I mean, at the highest levels of high of of, of college, I mean, you're Damn talking. Man. I never I've never coached in college. But you're talking but between us. We've we've done two A. 3A, 4A, 5A, 6A. Yeah. And at our, or at TCU. Yeah. TCU, Texas, South and Southwest Texas, Texas State. Southwest Texas State. The so, real name of that school, by the way. Right. Yes, sir. So Gary Kubiak was recruiting in 94 at AM, recruiting. We had a back at El Campo. It was pretty good. Michael Perry. Mm hmm. <clears throat> he came down and he said, he said, Bob, you, do you ever want to coach in college? I went, no, I, I just think real coach at high school. You, you coach what you get. You can't recruit, not supposed to recruit, but you know, you coach what you have. And uh, and I said, by the way, where are you, where are you spending the night tonight? He goes, well, I got to go to Carver's. So I've been to a hotel. I said, well, I'm going to be in 1302 West Norris, which is two blocks from the high school. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm going to stay. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, I saw him later when he was at Houston Texans. And I said, hey, Gary, how's your damn career going? Yeah. You know, look, I'm at El Campo, buddy. Where are you? So You yeah. may not know it, it or not. It paralleled true. our careers, paralleled. I'm walking my way through med school. That's, That's right. right. That's You're right. not yeah. a doctor. I'm a medical doctor. That's truth. That's a true story. I'm That's not truth. That's crazy. Yeah. We were, I was recruiting. I remember watching him play basketball. He had a great set shot. We were so smart. What is we, a set shot? Well, you, you don't jump. You sit right there and you stand there. And basketball. And you, yeah, basketball. Oh. And he could just nothing but that. And that's Flat, like the three feet points. wouldn't leave the ground. No, no. He just, that's called just Hoosier shot. style. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. shot like know. Oscar Robinson. It's, one hand. Flat top. Huh? <laughs> I got you. We offered him all he wanted to be a free yeah. safety. And he was a quarterback and he wouldn't come. No. Tommy oh, John no. Brown. Yeah, recruiting recruiting changed from back then. My last year at TCU, I spent 134 nights a year on, in a hotel. That's what Bradley Del Pivoto was telling us about. Just I some recruited of the crazy. Him. Did you really? Yeah, he run the quarter mile and throw up. <laughs> he run the quarter mile. And you know, and throw he, up. I think he pretty much admitted that. Yeah, he, he he was all he wasn't in shape. He's probably drinking beer the night before, but he gutted it. up. 
He'd run a 50 flat, 49, 8, 51. He'd run a quarter mile and throw up. Absolutely. You talk about a guy that was fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. Run that through a brick right wall. He, he, he could right rally there. the team. I he, killed Les Koenig Jr. He I was killed, there with us. Yeah, I killed him. Did you? Mm-hmm. Killed him dead. How so? Uh, he's three years younger than me. So I'm saying he's four or five. So whatever age I am at. And his dad at the time was coaching at uh, Needville. Well, they call Big Big Les. Big Les. Les. That's or, right. Uh, I call him Paw Paw. That's Les's dad. And uh, they were, the men were, I don't know what was happening. So Miss Conrad, my, our head coach's wife, babysat us. And Miss Conrad and my mother went to high school together. So uh, one of them would take turns babysitting the kids. And Miss um, Conrad was on the, on, uh, doing dishes and she had a floor just like this wood floor. Very little furniture. It was a schoolhouse where, because remember, you mm-hmm. got your, you got a uh, uh, a house with your job. That's what they were referring to. Yeah. Where they lived on campus. Yeah, you live, live on campus. Yeah. and uh, she's washing dishes, and we got a quilt. She's got a quilt on the floor, and she had a, some neighbor. I think Miss Graber was there at the time, and we're farting around. She's and I'm a little bigger. Less was he was he looked like an Ethiopian chicken. He was, just, <laughs> he was bad. He was he was real. He was small. He was. He was always bow-legged and small, tougher than bootleg. He, I don't know. We was wrestling, and I got him under the quilt. And uh, so you had him, you had yeah, him tied like, up yeah, under the blanket with my, the with my arm or whatnot. And just and, and he went limp. He was dead. <laughs> <laughs> the true story. He wasn't breathing. No, he was dead. <laughs> so what he happened? wasn't. He, and and Miss Conrad, Miss Conrad's, Miss Conrad, Miss Conrad. You called uh, the doctor over yeah, here. I called the doctor. Got the AD. Yeah. Got the right AD. Up. Miss Conrad was was in every Hall of Fame there was in volleyball. She was an All American, All World. Really? She, won a, uh, yeah, she was, and she looked at she looked the part. She was a mean old gal, but I loved her. She comes and and and, and picks up that quilt because that other lady saw that Les was limp. <laughs> he was just limp. He was like limp, and then throws the quilt off, and she throws me, you know, over to the side. And she throws Les, and you didn't do CPR and all that back then, you know. And she just starts beating. It. <laughs> and he starts breathing and she Holy proceeded cow. to beat the shit up. I killed his ass that, to this day. Wow. And he, we took us two hours in, but he finally admitted to kill somebody. Damn right I did. Really? Yeah. And then, and Knew then, it. You spotted that right off. Like, oh, you damn right. You saw it. And, then, <laughs> and he's proud of it at this point. The guardian, yeah. He's, he's, he's admitting it to the, to the millions and millions of listeners. job at Hampshire Finette. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're at Hampshire Finette. <laughs> We moved back to Needville, and then unless his daddy comes back to Needville, I moved back to Hampshire for that because we were working for the sulfur company. I never played for less because I told Big Papa less because I would have been a lineman. I was a running back. But I Did he know lineman. that you killed his kid? Yeah. yeah. I never would coach for him. I'd always move away from him. <laughs> it's a true story. There was a whole time when Les wrecked that car that his dad would have been okay with There was with a it. lot of vagueness to some of his stories. Don't come home. No. Don't, Don't they come moved. home. While he was in college, it didn't, didn't tell him. Tell him didn't tell he him. He was going to come home during a he break. Could never come home. And he he, he was going to come home. And anybody that doesn't know, go back in the archives and check out SEC uh, Drifters. The story. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the SEC Drifters. That's right. With uh, Bradley Dale Pinto <laughs> and Les King. Wow. <laughs> Those are some cats. Almost never happened. Never, almost, almost never happened. Almost never. I mean, because he and the Milan because, boys, because and the, the Godfather wanted to, to snuff him out, announce yeah, his presence him. with authority, rubbing people off. Yeah. That's what on. when you make bets, you can't. That back. was his initiation. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they initiate him like, can you kill a guy nearly? He said, yep. What you say with him? That's right. You, you know, killed him with an afghan or what was a quilt it, it or something? Just a quilt on the floor. He you killed kill him with, you a with a bottle cap. He doesn't care. He's got his pinky out <laughs> like he's ready to kiss this thing or you're going to eat it. Did <laughs> yeah. you see him when we met him? Like, I, I, man, Y'all I had a, some good ones. Ronnie Van Clark. That's a good one. Ronnie Van Clark. Oh, yeah, that good guy, one. As, 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 my favorite saying of his, as he said, he talks like nine auctioneers because he is just faster than a hiccup, man. Yep, that he is. <laughs> we've had some great ones and so yep. hopefully we get to have some more we love talking like this the feedback has been amazing guys will you please do you have anything that you want to promote or anything while we're doing this and you, you don't want to promote your practice your uh your website or your doctor I, no your doctor? I, I have too much business anyway okay. so I, I can't i can't point COVID has slowed things down it's hard to get an appointment anyway you know just you got grant grant grandpa.com grandpa.com 
work long enough where you can retire because i was always afraid and, and i'd always lean on bob you know because do you want to be a superintendent do you want to be a principal you want to be an ad and he did that and he said don't unless you want to and That's i never it. wanted to but i was always afraid of coaching too long yep and, and what's too long because his his daddy coached buster coached my dad my dad did not coach i was the only person that went to college but when you got through and it, it's too late you didn't see you be with your grandkids or you because you're yeah. not with your kids i yeah. mean he's with kyle and Kay. He, he, had, he had that's two, tough he, too and I, I wasn't with my kids the wife raises them lisa yeah. raised them brenda raised them and uh boy i'm loving that i'm i'm, I'm enjoying it they live right over spoiling them huh making that up part don't get to see tori as much because she's in kansas but she wasn't in, in austin at one time and we got to see her so that part i'm i'm waiting for covid to lift so i can come watch y'all because I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I haven't, I haven't. It was a weird deal. It just was a weird deal. I never deal. had to, to get a ticket in my life, and I got a ticket yeah. this year. Yeah. To go They're, to an El Campo game. Electronic now, yeah. You got yeah. a what now? I had to get a, a ticket. ticket. Oh, I had to get a ticket. To go to El Campo. I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure. Hope it opens up. And promoting coaching. That's right. It's greatest. It's the greatest profession in the world. It's it's that what's happened in professional football and colleges unfortunately dipped down into high schools but not nothing no one's immune to that the culturally you know and, and and whatnot but that it's the greatest at-risk program that america has particularly in texas and and that well it's a proven at-risk yeah, program it, it is it, it's the greatest can you athletic can you can you elaborate on that well you take you take kids from all walks all all walks of life you take kids with all uh academic back, back, backgrounds and you make them a team and they all function as one. So you're teaching them life lessons, Absolutely. life skills. I, I said this. Job the, skills. I, I talked at our regional meeting one year when I retired. And I, and I said this, and I, I really mean this, that when I when I was thinking about getting out of coaching, something was bugging me. And I didn't know I didn't know what it was. And I sat down with Rich Drew Brock, who was our high school principal, mm-hmm. who I hired as a defensive line coach at El Campo. And I, t- I told him, I said, Rich, I, I, I'm, this is bugging me. I, I don't want to be called Mr. Gillis. Mm-hmm. He goes, he looks at me, he goes, coach, you're always going to be coach. So to me, coach is like, it's, it's something you earn. It's a badge of honor. Yep. And, and, and I, I don't take it lightly. And, and, you know, I don't want to get all philosophical. No, you know, go but, ahead, man. But it's just, to me, it's, it's, it's just something that, 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 uh, it means a lot. And I, I think, and it kind of bugs me when these school districts like El Campo has instructional coaches, but they ain't, they ain't coaching. Instructional coaches. Coaches. They help other teachers teach. They're not coaches. They're not. They're, they're co- mentors. They're mentors. So that's what I'm talking about. So I just. I just that cat like that. that teach that does that little. And don't. Don't. Our daddies did it. And that says he's a literally coach. He's not a coach. But that's not a coach. He's hurting but, cats. But, yeah. And, and, and I love those people for what they do. But getting back to answering your question about the at-risk program. We got bashed through our, our era. Because we, we we got categorized early that we didn't think education was important, football was more or sports was more important. Football, we didn't we didn't promote that. That wasn't us. Which is still a huge stigma for but coaches to this day. Yes. But guess absolutely what, is. world? What's wrong? What's wrong if that kid that averaged sixty five absences a semester all of a sudden has no absences mm-hmm. the next semester because they they fell in love with Something tuba, that's right, or cheerleading, or the game of football. Right. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Great point. What's wrong with that? And I'll use the analogy because it happens, and I see it. I was I, I was going to be a priest up until that's a story in itself. Up until oh, I, oh yeah. really? Up until I was until killed less until I killed less until I killed people. I killed them and I killed them. You can you can forgive yourself. But, right. yeah, no, no. Bless me, Father, for what I did. I killed him. <laughs> getting back to it you know we were strict catholic you come in you do the sign of the cross you genuflect you kneel down you you do your little prayer you kneel down wait for mass to start but you dressed a certain way well what's wrong if kevin flanagan walks in with his i'm laughing but with his visor on and doesn't take it off in church thank you but but what is wrong you, with that? Or, or your cowboy hats on, or you're not dressed. What is proper. wrong with that? But we weren't raised that way. I know. But do you see the analogy? There's yes. Nothing wrong with that. Right. They're in church and they're worshiping. Right. We we've got. Yeah. Brothers. And our coach association is doing this mentorship program mm-hmm. to keep young coaches in coaching, mm-hmm. and they target coaches that are like years one through three, 
because you get them past their third year, you chance you got to to keep them to keep good good people. And so I know it's uh, in A and M. The the coaching academy is is doing that, helping yeah. with that. John so Thornton runs it. Yeah, John does. So Jack Welch doing one up at. Uh, they've got a coaching academy up at uh, East. What is it? Commerce. East Texas East, State A you and know. M. Yeah. yeah, we 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 need good young. Yeah, we need good young men. That you know, I want women too, but that good young do. men because yeah. there's so many men guys that don't have men in their lives. And yeah, you know, but please promise that you're going to come back to the lounge and hang out. And well, share we appreciate you having us. No, great. thank you guys. This has been amazing, and I love meeting wonderful guys like you guys. So the pleasure is all mine, and I know Coach Flanagan feels the same way because he was speaking nothing but highly of you guys way before we even met with you. Coach, you got anything else you want to throw in there before we go out here? You know, what you guys said at the very end of this is is what I've always felt about coaching and, and you epitomize. Is that a word? Epitomize? Yeah. Can be. It is. But you guys, you do. You That's what coaching's about. And you have a heart for kids and, and you have a heart for the profession. And that's what coaches should be doing at this point. And so I, I appreciate you guys. You guys have done so much for – for this profession. Well, so thank, thank, you. thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Cool. Well, guys, until next time, guys and ladies, and also all, all of our, we have Dutch. Uh, we had the, the people, the demographic breakdown. There are tons. When I say tons. <laughs> it was tons in Austria of the female persuasion that were sitting Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And, I, I, I and our mind. new Mexican listeners. I, yes. <laughs> Mexico. Got, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to Mexico and I'm going to recruit people back to Absolutely. spring break. I, we need to week. find some Mexican American football coaches to talk to. Or American Mexican <laughs> football coach. Either way, it doesn't Let's matter. Let's do this. Well, guys, we're thank not. you guys so much for sharing, <laughs> liking, being here. Until next time, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys. Bye.